love it if you went to Japan for every haircut. <laughs> oh, Dale, how about those blue boys? Oh my god. Real quote. Real quote. What a bastard. Why do I find that quite average? It's because it's not that funny. And I think I've heard it before as well. And it was delivered poorly. Hello and welcome to Patchwork. With me is Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. And Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. I went camping. And who are you? On- <laughs> no, and I am Dion. Welcome to Patchwork. Um, we thought it would be fit, considering it's our first podcast, to introduce each other. And I will be introducing Josh and Christian, who you've just heard from. Josh first. Josh and I have been friends for eight years. Josh has performed at the Melbourne Comedy Festival and the Melbourne Fringe Festival and in the Monash Law Review. Um, Josh wearing at the moment, he's wearing Alana <laughs> Hill. Um, and we have Christian who dresses reasonably well. And I think uh, Christian and I have been friends for four years. He's performed in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and the Fringe Festival as well. Uh, Christian is looking quite fit. He's very Italian looking. Josh is quite Anglo. Uh, Josh's full name is Josh Porter. Christian's is Christian Pisasale. Um, Christian, as you'd guess, is very, very, very Italian. Do yourself. Do yourself. Uh, and oh yeah, so do you. Do so you. I've been friends with me for 31 years. Uh, at the moment, I'm wearing um, chinos. A black top, and I just got a haircut today, and I was very happy because it got done in good time. <laughs> mm. Is that one of the operative things that you look at for a haircut? There's there's so many operative things I look for in a hairdresser, and I feel like I've found the perfect hairdresser. He, the 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 chit chat's great. Can I? Yeah. Can I? I reckon the three the three tenants yeah, okay. of a hairdresser. You want speed, you want style, and you want the chat. Yeah. You don't want shit chat. You want chit chat. I'm <laughs> good. Good chit chat. Chichi Chichi bang bang. <laughs> um, What's the name of your cat? Chicho. 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 <laughs> Chichat. Um, I think that chit chat at a hairdresser is the least important thing. I don't want to talk when I'm there. But you have all. to. But you have to. It's, it's just another situation that I need to put in where, where I'm put in where I have to think of new things to talk about. Yeah. I've got enough of those interactions during the day. I feel like guys have it really easy with that kind of stuff because he's got like, I know he goes for Carlton. So we can just talk about footy every time. Mm. And footy is such a beautiful way to break ice with anyone. It's, it's such a great, it's such a great opportunity to to talk about, to, to, yeah, to get on the same level as someone. It's the difference though between feeling obliged to talk and actually wanting to have a conversation with someone. So this guy- Because you clearly want to have a conversation. Yeah, so this guy I really enjoy talking to. His name is Dale, but I found out today I was really, really disappointed. I've been see- We've been seeing each other for two years <laughs> and- Exclusively. And he is exclusively, and he's leaving in mid-March and he's taking a break, then he's going to Japan. And then he said he's going to rent a chair- at a, at a barber. I'd love it if you went to Japan for every haircut. <laughs> oh, Dale, how about those blue boys? But also, but I was thinking in my life, I've got all my, prof- like I'm starting to get all my professionals sorted. I've got my You're dentist. Someone. I've got the best dentist. Do you know what my dentist's name is? This is his actual name. It's Dr. Blood. Really? I thought that was your, I thought that was your, um, <laughs> your, your gynae. What? <laughs> Why do I find that quite average? It's because it's not that funny. And but I think I've heard it before no, as well. No, but that's should, delivered poorly. But that should be really good. It's like the idea that your tennis coach is Dr. Spaulding or something. <laughs> Why he'd be a doctor as well is quite strange. 
<laughs> so yeah, so I feel like I've got my hairdresser sorted, and then my world comes crumbling down because he's going away. He's going away in March, and then he's quitting the barbershop. My dentist. I'm so happy with my dentist. It's like this really attractive, confident <laughs> woman, confident woman. And she, I'm, I've got so much confidence that she's going to do the imagine, right thing. Imagine if she would, imagine if he rented a chair, <laughs> Dale rented a chair at your dentist's mate. <laughs> two in one, two in one. That'd be great. <laughs> great. But he was doing your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> with the his scissors. With his snipping. Just a bit off the bottom. <laughs> That's really good, but I'm but I'm really concerned because now I'm going to need to go to a new hairdresser, and I can go to one of the hairdressers that's in that barber shop. But all I need to say to him, he says, "What are we doing for you this week?" And I say, "A four on the back, four on the sides, and just a bit off the top." And he gets it right every single time. But if you ask a hairdresser, that's all they want is for their clients to know what they want. So you walking in and saying four on the back, four on the sides, da 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 on top. The, the hairdresser's going, okay, I can do my job now. It's because you've been to hairdressers in the past and be like, uh, Do you know uh, what the problem is? There's no universal language that's used when you visit the hairdresser. Yes, there is. No, there's Sorry. not. Because number, you, number four. No, 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 just no, no, no. used it. No, 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 we no, spoke standard. in, we all understood so, each so other. So you're saying if I go and visit a hairdresser and, and, um, and I say four on the sides, four on the back, you reckon every hairdresser is going to do the same thing? I've asked a hairdresser this question and no, because they all have their individual styles apparently, but yes. you'll get the essence of what you want. Did you ask this hairdresser specifically about a four on the back and four on the side? Yes. Or was it a different number? You yeah. did. <laughs> I feel like your hair is very similar. Right? I feel like you'd, you'd, you'd get the no. same haircut as me. No, we wouldn't. I get a different haircut. Yeah. What do, you, what do you ask for when you go to the haircut? I How long have you been seeing your hairdresser for? Um, so I've just recently returned back from London for our new listeners. Um, so I had to find... A, a new barber. I've been going to uh, Lords of the North. and Sounds they're, awful. No, they're really good. And the issue is that I, I get really paranoid when I go in there that my conversation won't be cool enough for can I, them. Can, yep. I, can I take a wild stab in the dark? Yep. Do they give you a free beer when you go there? They used to. Oh. They've lost their license. <laughs> have they all got tattoos on their faces they so all they can't have see tattoos. anything? They all have tattoos. That's so why I'm so intimidated when I go in there. I plan... Conversations to have. Josh, do you have a hairdresser? Uh, yeah. You put me onto one. He was called Dale. Yeah, so it's the same hairdresser. <laughs> so Josh and I... Did I not, why didn't I get put onto Dale? It's amazing you tell Josh. No wonder you've got the exact same haircut. It's he, no, it's because he, li- <laughs> he lives further away than you do. What, would you have wanted a recommendation? You would never feel so cool w- as, this, as you would in cool this place. barbershop. There's skateboards everywhere. There's posters. <laughs> there's skateboards. What about a 15-year-old girl? <laughs> Do you know what the issue comes down to, I think? I wouldn't take the recommendation off you yep. for a hairdresser. But you really? Say, why you not? You don't like his cut? No, because you've had the same haircut for ages. That's not true. I've, got, yes, I've had the same is. hair for ages. Yes, but you've, your haircut has stayed very similar for so long. Are you saying you're proud of what your hair used to look like? Because I was at your house the other day and your hair was disgusting. <laughs> no, but at least... Proxided filth. At least I've changed. I always imagined that your hairdresser would be the same, like the guy that your dad uses as well. <laughs> but you're wrong. But you're completely I'm wrong. mystified. To hear that Josh goes to your hairdresser is bewildering. But also, but also why why would it be a bad thing that I get that I've had the same hair? haircut for a while what does that say about me that you don't like change so what you're it's not a haircut into it. what do you no but it's an expression of personality it's about trying new things you only have hair for a little you're while you're building I know that that's why I'm in such a sore point 
You want to get as much use out of it as you, you know can what? while you have it. I asked my hairdresser last time I went in there. <laughs> I, I asked, I said, do you think it's possible that I grow my hair out long? I've never done it before. Do I have enough to do it? And he looked at me and looked at my hair and he was like, I think the time's gone. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, I, so I've never, I'm never ever in my life going to experience having long hair. Well, mine's, I used to have very long hair. It used to be quite literally down to my ass. Till what age was your hair down to your ass? Okay. So it got to the point, I always said mum made us have long hair, me and my brothers, <laughs> oh. all three of us. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't have much choice as a kid, do you? Um, and then it got to a point, it was quite, Laurie sort of sat around shoulder length, but then in year 11... Um, I had a co- like a competition with my friend that was, oh, whoever cuts their hair first loses. Yep. And he like cut his and I just didn't. And it just kept going. <laughs> Sorry, Christian, I've heard this before. Do you have any questions for Josh based on what based on what Josh has just said? You're absolutely silent and Josh has just said something unbelievable. I'll tell you what, I cut it. I went to first year uni. One of my best mates, he, went, he took a year off. He came back in second year and it was so long he went... What are you doing with your hair? I'm booking you in for an appointment. <gasps> and it was literally up to him to book me in. I was like, yeah, cool, sweet. Thanks, mate. Oh, was it Dale? <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, yeah, that's what it took. I was always kind of happy to cut it, but I never got off my ass to do it. It was just easier not to. What would the what was your parents' motivation for keeping so you have two brothers, two, two older, older brothers, brothers? Yeah. And so, we all had long hair as kids. Really? Yeah, all so of us. are your parents religious? Should, nah. we, should we just guess this stuff? <laughs> do you want to just guess? You why do you think? Why do you think his parents? Why would you ever want your kids to have long hair? Aside ma- from cruelty, sorry, your male kids. Your male kids. Yeah. My mistake. Because they didn't have any females. Yeah. yeah. I probably fucking think so. Did your mum come into your room and comb your hair? <laughs> were you, were you dressed like a woman? Dad, Dad always cut her hair. We never went to the barbers. It was really? Dad. Yeah, just in the bathroom. Did you guys it. walk around naked a lot as well? <laughs> was your? Wasn't your? Does your dad? He's quite good with his hands, isn't he? He can sort of build stuff. Did yeah, he, did he have a bit of a mechanic? Was there, was there like nuance to the way he cut your hair, or was it just like there wasn't a lot of styling going on with children's haircuts when it was really long? But it did quite affect me uh, in primary school. There was a, a moment on the playground that has stuck with me. It happened a few times, but there was like it's weird, like little phrases and things stick out with you. So what I thought I'd do to to take you back there is um we'll just revisit that location. Um, and there's that particular quote that I've got written down that Dion is going to play the role of Colin Bowman, who spoke these infamous words. He doesn't know what the quote is, but I'll be passing it to him when the, uh, the time arises. We'll see if you can pick out the heart-wrenching quote. Oh. Oh, hey, Colin. How's it going? Hey, Josh. Hey, what's up? Oh, I just had art class today. I made a little um clay thing and, and put it in the kiln. Oh, yeah, I remember kilns. I used to play with one when I was much younger. Um, <laughs> what are you doing later today? Oh, I'm, I'm, I've, I've just got a new Tamagotchi and I think it's going to... Do they lay eggs? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. My battery is sort of falling out and it went in my mum's throat and she's coughing a lot lately. <laughs> Oh, that's a shame. I like visiting your mum. She's good. She's you have good sleepovers at your house. Yeah, my mum's pretty good value. Because <laughs> I remember when we last slept over, we we st- we got to stay up and watch television till like eleven o'clock. I know it was like eleven, but. Our clocks are running fast, so it was really only 7.30. Oh, mum. Yeah, bloody Perth time. 
So, oh, well, we should probably get this footy game started, Colin. We really should have these voices at different registers so people can determine who's who because it's quite difficult. Oh, oh, hang on, mine's changing a bit. Yeah, that's that's much better. Oh, okay, now. nice one, Josh. Well, um, if you're going to start the game, Colin, because it's your ball, yeah. Um, do you reckon? Do you reckon I could play footy with you? No, we don't. Let long-haired women play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Bye, Colin. Uh, bye. bye. See ya. Bye, Josh. Hey, it here. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. That's it. Oh, my God. Real quote. Real quote. What a bastard. No, no. We don't let long women play. Long women. <laughs> long women. Long I wonder women. whether long women are allowed to play that. <laughs> All these long women running just around. Run past Josh. Oh, the long women get to play. <laughs> what a horrible thing to experience oh, as a kid. But isn't that nuts? Like 20 years oh later, that is still God. clear as day in my head. Did yeah. you have, were there any other experiences that you remember, like, distinct? Yes. Because, I mean, I think we, like, I don't know if you got teased as a kid, but I got teased as a kid. I had the most terrible teeth. I had these two buck teeth at the front and I got, I was once in the tuck shop line at school. Tuck shop. And I was- Not and, canteen? Not canteen, tuck shop. Tuck shop. And there was, and it was owned by Spotless. Owned a canteen? Which I think, yeah. The, the canteen was company. owned Spotless the Services and it was printed on the tuck shop. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's it was pretty fancy. Yeah, it was pretty fancy. And our, our, our um, school uniforms were blazers with Nike logos <laughs> on them as well. Um but I, so I was once in line at the tuck shop and this kid, Nick Burrows, who was this, who hassled a lot of kids in younger years and in his own year, he was a bit of a loose cannon. He pushed in and I was like, hey, what the hell are you, what the hell are you doing? And he said, I don't know if we can, well, we can mute this out, but he said, fuck off, you buck tooth. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And a couple this of- in couple primary of, school. In primary, oh, in, I was, it was in about year Year nine, okay. and a couple of my friends were there, and they latched onto it. And you have friends like they they niggle you. Yeah. So for a couple of years, I was referred to as BTC. That's a really good really? abbreviation, yep. though. Yep. Oh no, because yep. because funnily have- enough, we've got Nick Burrows. <laughs> <laughs> Is this why you love your dentist so much? Now? Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, yes, yes. So my teeth, I think, were the thing that caused me the most trouble. And then I got braces, and it was fine. And I've obviously been revered yeah. since then. Christian, what was, what was your number was your one physical thing? feature that so, you got picked so on for? Hair, yeah. teeth, weight. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's obvious though. No, so you were I a was, big kid. I was humongous. I was oh, humongous. humongous, really huge. Like really? I'm, I'm now currently as a 27 year old, uh, probably the same weight I was when I was in year seven. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was huge. And it was horrible. And this is this is horrible for a podcast. <laughs> um, I like how like mine by far was the easiest to fix. Yeah, yeah. cut your hair, mate. And the thing that's most horrible about it for Christian is that your hair's gone, my teeth are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Christian still looks like he's in your seven. <laughs> So I went camping on the weekend and I went out Dalesford for our international listeners. It obviously won't make sense to you, but I went out Dalesford, Hepburn Springsway and I went with my girlfriend and we went to a place called Mount Franklin and oh, I, yeah, the, the yeah, Mount Franklin. No, not the Mount, a Franklin. Mount Franklin. It was a Mount Franklin. I thought it was the Mount Franklin. 
just you the can, guy at the top I'm, called Frank. There we go. There's one from Josh. Hey, Christian. <laughs> was he good at kicking goals from outside 50? Uh, yes, he was. Hey. I'm not Franklin. You know what? I'm not happy with that one. No, but the, mount, the, but the mountain was in the shape of a bottle and there was good. water gushing out of it. Um, and you realise that even though we're in this world where gender doesn't matter and you're breaking down gender walls, you know that every time you go to a, you go to a campsite, there's a fire pit, you have to get the fire going. And ultimately, you're, there's an element of your masculine, masculinity that's on the line. You should be, yeah, you should know how to do it. Yeah, you should. Was Barbara expecting you to light the fire? Did she make a comment? No, she didn't make a comment. And you I felt it. You felt I, it. Yeah, in, and I don't, yeah. I don't your think, waters. I don't, think even, I don't think even consciously she knew she sort of was thinking that. But anyway, so I... I made the fire and the fire was brilliant and it burned for like hours. And it was, you sound it like was, Donald Trump. It was, yeah. it was a great fire. <laughs> it was a tra- I make the best fires. It was a tremendous, it was a tremendous fire. Um, I've got a question about the camping sleeping arrangements. Yep. You traveled up in a couple. Yes. Was there any hanky panky at all? At the campsite? At the campsite. Because camp. I just have this image of Barbara waking up through the night and thinking that you're kind of turned on and then she rolls around and there's just a rock in her mouth. <laughs> like, what were the sleeping arrangements? Were you on um, on the ground? Did you have a mattress? Okay, so the sleeping arrangements were we've got this nice tent, it's a four-bed tent, and uh, like a four-man four man. or woman tent, which really, like, when you when there's a four... No, no one never puts keeping, four people no, in No, you're never keeping that. There's two people that just fit we, in there. We, we're in it as it falls and we had a 12-person tent. I'm like, no one is keeping 12 people in this tent. And Josh is just in the middle. <laughs> well, I'm locked up. I'd, and a few long women. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, tent, nice tent, and a mattress like a like a self inflating um, mattress that you just unfurl and it inflates. But um, there was no hanky panky, and I think the reason why there's no hanky panky is because it wasn't a paid for camp. Camp you're just concentration you're just camp. Getting yeah. off on it being free. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So we just did our own thing. <laughs> Um, would you, would you say that the fact that you've invested money into something means that you sense the opportunity to have sex? So it, the fact that you didn't put money into this camping experience <laughs> means that the desire to have sex was a little less. That's, uh, what, no. he, that's what he said. No, that's exactly that what, you exactly what you what? said. What did I say? I'm just, I've just said it in a different way. <laughs> you just no, said that. I think the fact that we didn't spend money on the camp meant that we could go into Dalesford and have a meal. Can but I ask was, another question? A, yes. When you set up the tent, it was presumably a joint effort. Yes. Did you lead the charge? I did lead the charge, yeah, because it's been set up times before. And did you, did you pick, I, I don't know, are they, is it guy ropes or guide ropes? I thought it was gyros. <laughs> Lamb gyros <laughs> ropes. Gyros. Yeah. <laughs> guy, guy pierce ropes. Is it guy? <laughs> is it know. guy or guide? Well, either I way, did you, knew. did you peg them all down? Because I feel people don't bother. I did, so... It you were thorough tent peg. erector. It must peg. <laughs> so Simon pegged them, yeah. most of them down, but no, not all of them. There was, it was not not necessary. There seems to be these ancillary kind of guide ropes. Do you bother with them? Yeah, I do because a, a tent, a big one, it was like a six man. Um, that's three long women. Um, <laughs> it it got dominated by the wind, so I absolutely started pegging down guide ropes after. Yeah, that. actually, that's why there was no hanky panky because Babs got dominated by the wind. <laughs> <laughs> You feel that you sort of fulfilled your masculine roles in your camping trip effectively? Yeah, I did. And I guess I guess they're not like it's not farcical to think that there are there there historically have been 
roles that have been attributed to men and women. And yeah, I thought I thought I did. So you felt you fulfilled your roles quite well because I yep. saw this Reddit post recently. Um, it was about um, I think it was men. Uh, what feminine things would you like to do, or do you, would you wish you could do, but they're considered very feminine? Yep. Um, and I thought immediately because I in a, in a show once I had to wear this big robe and I went sans underwear under pants for it. And I was like, man, dresses just feels really nice. Yeah. Which is great. yeah. Like it's so easy what, to move. So that it was the fact that you could move well or was it the, the wind? It was just everything. It just felt great. Like just yeah. completely everything free. I would just... wear play suits. Play suits what are great. It? Sorry, what's a play suit? So a play suit is, I, I guess the, the disadvantage of a dress is that your skirt or the advantage of a dress is that your skirt, <laughs> your skirt can fly up. Whereas a play suit, I guess it's a one piece. Christ, how am I going to describe this? This is where this is where I get so lazy. I feel like oh, I could just Google it and I get the definition of a play suit. No, I'm going to try and describe it. It's a one piece <laughs> suit. No, it's bullshit. <laughs> no, that's enough. That's enough. It's I a understand. one piece suit, and it's kind of like shorts at the bottom with a top thing, and it's all connected. And you just put it on, and that's it. That's it. you don't have to match, mix and match. It's just one thing you put on. So it's kind of like yeah. overalls. Yeah, but, kind but of. Shorts. Yeah. I don't know why they're different from overalls. Yeah, I think that's the the thing that women can do. See, we have to sometimes match. Shirt to pants and shoe, and one day they can just put on Vroom. yeah one, one entire outfit, yep. and it matches because top to bottom it's the same. But I don't think women would be the ones complaining about like in terms of going to like formal events. Men have got it all over women in terms of ease of oh, getting ready for a formal event. The amount of money, event. some like dresses and stuff, some like girls who've been like bridesmaids and stuff. It's like oh yeah, it's like two hundred dollars, and I wore it once. Great. So I love how Josh's expensive yeah. dress is 200 bucks. These women, yeah. like some of them. Okay, 300. 320 <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Um, Plus I, GST. I wish that uh, men could wear bras as well because I think the- Why, r- Christian? Because, because I think- <laughs> From year seven, I wanted a bra. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I think that the reveal is really sexy. Reveal. When you yeah. take a bra off. Well, and, I, and I so, wish that so, men... So you don't want it for support. You want it for a sexy yeah. reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I think is distinctly feminine, which I would like to give my hand at, is childbirth. <laughs> it's a feminine activity. It's not an activity. <laughs> sounds like they've booked it online. <laughs> Red balloon. Yeah, it's catching the childbirth. <laughs> but I think that men would do childbirth very in a very masculine way. Like we'd all gather around someone's belly and, and kind of drink beers around them. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. And, and, and sport look, and the gridirons on and, and the, the guy the who's pregnant would be like, oh, I'm thinking about turning up the heat to 220 in the last <laughs> week. Just really roasted in there. <laughs> And now it's time for Monotoly. In Monotoly, we have the most mundane conversations that we possibly can in a different environment every week. This week, we're at the bank. Oh, hi. Um, is, this the, is this the queue for the tellers? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the queue. I've been here for like... It's been like... 20 minutes so it's a bit slow today is it yeah yeah so it's, it's like i come here I come here every day and it's um yeah it's oh good. really yeah it's I, I go to the bank like oh maybe once a week i probably go to the bank i just do like my my finances and my i deal with all my money when i come here yeah yeah yeah, yeah i kind of i do the same but it's um 
but I've got a house and a, and kids and stuff, so I've yeah. kind of got other other kind of responsibilities. Uh, next, um, I think that's that's you, mate. Next up, I'm sorry, mate. Oh. Hi, um, I need to deposit some money, but I also need to take some money out. Sure. Um, do you? Ha- well, are you with this bank? I uh, no. You're not. So, would you like to start an account? Uh, not if I can. <laughs> not if I can. <laughs> Sir, please try to compose yourself. If it's possible... This is a bank. It's it's, a place of business. If it's possible to bank with you, but not having to obtain (laughs) a card or or engage with the bank at all... So what I might get you to do is just step aside and I'll -hmm. I'll get our branch manager to help you through that. Can I sit down? Yeah, yeah, take a seat just to the side and I'll... um, Sorry, mate. Oh, hey, I've just... um, just want to withdraw some money and also deposit some money. Are you? <laughs> are you? Are you with this bank? No, I'm not. <laughs> I've read a lot of articles recently that are talking about jobs going extinct. Uh, so they're saying that, like, in 2030. Uh, particular jobs just will cease to exist. And I bring this up because the other night I was sitting with a friend of mine and we we're talking about this topic and we both kind of agreed like technology is progressing mm. and it's it's probably going to cost people their jobs and all this yep. kind of stuff. And one article that I read said in particular bookkeeping and accountants. So mm, bookkeepers really? and accountants will lose their jobs. And he responded, he was like, Geez, that'll be really strange uh, to go into an office and be speaking to a robot. But that's not- and I was like, uh. and I said, I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I just hope it's not awkward. Like, would I ask a question about how their day's going? So I kind of now I'm I'm sort of hoping that this wasn't a podcast and that you could see my face. I think I look just disgusted. I'm just shaking my <laughs> head. That that's insane. But that's what some people believe. They believe that a robot. We'll be sitting robots. in the seat. Yeah, You'll go into great. an office. They, they rent the office space. Yeah. You'll be having small talk about your kids with a robot. <laughs> what other jobs have you imagined that are completely going extinct? Well, I guess automation is the is the is the big yeah. thing that's coming, and yeah, stuff like like all the truckers. Um, I think the same thing in terms of transport: tram drivers, train drivers. Yeah. Honestly, if you look at a tram driver now, when you get inside, I feel like if you stare at them, they become quite frantic because it's like you've <laughs> cottoned on that they've got nothing to do. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to be <laughs> no. here, do and all they've got is a paddle in front of them that they push forward and backwards. Yeah, it's, it's pretty a great amazing. Big dashboard. It's, it's huge. I feel like it should be made by what's they called Fisher Price. Yeah, all those kind of buttons yeah. and stuff are just for them to really play with. Buttons. But, yeah. but you're right. I think I think tram drivers is a really good example because for a tram needs to a tram moves on tracks, a tram stops at particular waypoints. A tram driver needs to be able to detect if someone's in danger. All You're of that listening stuff, to Tram Chat. All, <laughs> all of that stuff could be um, done automatically. And if yeah, you by see a, that, By a physical robot by, sitting in a chair. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also the question is, is it going to be more reliable and is it going to be... Yeah. yeah, is it actually yeah, going to no, be cheaper? No, the biggest, the really? biggest thing... Why, of course. Because Why do you put all, so much trust in because machines all the, train, all the time? <laughs> because all the trains would be automated. Yes, exactly. There'd be no room for human error. It's like no, the, in the, the automation, the programming, that's where the human error comes into it. 
They have to be programmed by someone. <laughs> but the thing- Imagine if but my it's... head just started exploding <laughs> and Steve came out nuts and bolts. Um, but that's the thing, like with driverless cars, Error. when all the cars are talking to each other, everyone know all the computers know exactly what the other one's doing and knows exactly what they're going to do. So when a light changes green, everyone can start moving at the exact mm. same time. Because that's how traffic is caused. Yes. By people who prematurely react to traffic in front of them and break too hard and the person behind breaks that little bit harder. Yes, yes. It's... <laughs> Christ. But the thing I was thinking is with jobs in the future, like with driverless cars, because that's really, really... That's coming on very soon. I reckon we'll get to a point where Uber, they're going to become the new taxis. And so it'll get to the point where they're not pivoting and they're not moving their business to driverless and then they'll start riding. You can't let driverless cars. <laughs> so what's, what's post-driverless? Post driverless. What's post driverless? Driverless car. What happens then? Oh, that's transport. Flying. That's just transport flying. Just people flying. Flying. <laughs> with nothing, with no aid. No aids. People without aids flying. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I think if we're relying on government to change this stuff, it's probably not the best idea. Whereas if you if you look to private private companies, private companies are probably in like if you look at something like SpaceX, which yeah. Elon Musk is who's driving. Um, previously, you relied on <laughs> he's driving. He's driving SpaceX. Um, but Elon, you're not an astronaut. <laughs> Just let me fly. I invented it. PayPal. <laughs> Elon, no. <laughs> no. Close the window. <laughs> I was reading the paper recently, and I realised that the same sort of phrases keep coming up and keep turning up, like for various things the media just tends to use the same phrase. Like I found that whenever any sort of middle to old age Australian dies and they're quite well liked, they're always a larrikin. They're an Aussie larrikin. And um, the other thing that I saw was there's always, if someone has taken cocaine, whatever they do is coke fueled. <laughs> it's the only time you hear that phrase. He wanted a coke fueled rampage. On the- <laughs> no, it's also rampage. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. rampage. On the, on the topic of larrikin, I've also heard doyen. Is that the word? The doyen. The yeah. doyen. What does that actually mean? And how do you qualify as a doyen? <laughs> Is that just your name misspelled slightly? <laughs> <laughs> doyen factor. <laughs> I think it's to do like with King or the top. I think like Richie Benno is the doyen yeah. of cricket commentary. Really? What does doyen mean? I think it's just like the king or the top of something. Like you're the best version of it. Of whatever whatever field it is, you're the best. The other the okay. other word that So could I, I ask? Yeah, sure. What are you both doyens of? <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm a doyen at, mate. Eating, over- eating a pie. <laughs> no, over <laughs> overtaking trams. I'm really good at it. Wow. I, pick, I pick my gap and I go for it. Not, you can't be a That's doyen a, to overtake You don't even know what the fucking word means. <laughs> Jeez, I reckon that is perfect doyen. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't matter what doyen means. That Josh is doyen. <laughs> you, know what, you know what? I reckon that's perfect doyen. <laughs> You're doyen it right, mate. <laughs> really, really good. You know what's really, really good? <laughs> Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? You know what's really good? Going overseas and not bumping into any Australians. Really good. Really good. You know what's really good? Getting home just before it starts to rain. Really good. Really good. You know what's really good? 
seeing the female counterpart of one of your best male friends. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Really, really good. good. You know what's really good? When you book tickets online through a website that doesn't charge an exorbitant booking fee. Really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. You know what's really good? <laughs> Bringing all the shopping in from the car in one go. Really good. Really good. Really, good. really, really good. You know what's really good? When you grab a highlighter that hasn't been used for ages mm. and it fucking works straight away. <laughs> really good. Really good. This week's Roast of the Week, we'll be doing a roast most weeks, will be roast beef. Mmm, looks good. Mmm, looks delicious. Do you think oh. it's cooked? Smell, I can smell that rosemary as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that, that's fresh in the garden. That's really good. Potatoes and pumpkin in there? Uh, yeah. Uh, and no, also... I don't know what you're talking about, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's this week's Roast of the Week. Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. And just as a reminder, no, we don't let long-haired women play. (laughs) 